I want to take a quick moment and give a shout out to our sponsor, Elgato Gaming. If you're a seasoned content creator or interested in creating content, I highly recommend checking out all the Elgato products. One of the many industry-leading game capture devices that Elgato offers, and one I've personally used for the past couple years, is the Elgato HD60S. The HD60S is an external capture card that not only looks good, but provides stunning 1080p, 60fps, and is powered by the Elgato's superior low-latency technology that makes it easy to record, upload, and live stream professional content with ease. It also offers a 3.5 millimeter input for a microphone or an external audio source, whatever you'd like. It's plug and play taken to the next level, literally. So if you want to show off your skill on live streams or just record your gameplay for a highlight video, the Elgato HD60S is my number one recommendation. Pick one up today and support the podcast by going to deserto.com slash Elgato. That's D-E-X-E-R-T-O dot com slash E-L-G-A-T-O. And start creating your own content today. You're listening to the Fortnite Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Monster Defense. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast. I'm your host, Too Loud TX, and here with you today, the one, the only, the man back from across the pond on the other side of the world, my friend Monster Deface. What's going on, buddy? What is up? Guys, I know to some of y'all might feel like some some sweet sweet voice right here. I know it's been a hot minute, man. We're live. We're here today. What's going it has. on? It has. It's been a hot minute, man. We've had, uh, you know, I went on a radio show. We had that episode go on. Uh, we had uh, last week. We had Fallout and Bizzle on hanging out with us. You know, filling in for you. So you know, been been, but nothing's like having the you know the original man here with us hanging out. You know. And, uh, and talking some Fortnite with us and going through everything. So we are happy to have you back. I can't wait to talk about your trips and Winter Royale and where you've been and how much you loved Infinity Blade and wish they put it back in the game. You know, all that, ah. all, all that, all that <laughs> kind of stuff. Well, uh, guys, this show is brought to you by Deserter.com and FortniteIntel.com. Check it out for all the latest news going on in the Fortnite community and universe. Uh, sponsored by Elgato Gaming. Uh, and make sure you guys, you're following us on Twitter at the Fortnite Podcast. And shooting us all those reviews, wherever you're listening, whether it be Dash Radio, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Player FM. Thank you guys so much. Stitcher, wherever you are, thank you so much for listening, for tuning in each week. We really appreciate the support. Uh, you know, I want to give a quick congratulations to uh, Dr. Lupo and his community for reaching one million freaking dollars for money for St. Jude's, uh, you know, I, we, we, the first time I met you this year, Monster, was when I went to Guardian Con. Part of the yep. reason I went was because of the big fundraisers that were going on there for St. Jude's. And I mean, this is incredible. I mean, I, it was an emotional thing. I don't know if you saw it once he hit it. Uh, it was a little, there's a little uh, clip out there running around about, you know, when his wife comes in. And it's, a, it's an emotional thing for them as a family. I'm sure something he really wanted to accomplish and do. But a million dollars, man. I mean, as a streamer, Having accomplishments along the way is ideal anyways, right? I mean, that's you, there's always these, these little things that you can hang your hat on that you did as a streamer, but raising a million bucks, man, how, how, how's that got to feel for you doing any of the accomplishments you've done? I mean, you know, like the things we're going to talk about, uh, you've accomplished a lot this year, but raising a million dollars for kids, I mean, can you even imagine? I- uh, I was going to say, I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine having the influence to, to pull in from your community, like at that magnitude, uh, Dr. Lupo is clearly an amazing man and, uh, crazy to see him paying it forward with his platform in a way that no other streamer has ever done because, you know, it, it's not just one, not two, not three events. Like he's been just pulling just big funds from his community because, yeah, you know, he, he feels passionate about it. So to hit 1 million for the year, that's, that's crazy. That's one thing that we've seen this year, though. And it's hard, it's hard to actually grasp this with me and you. We, I mean, I've known you less than a year, which is crazy. I feel like I've known you for many years at right. this point because we spent so much time together talking and doing this podcast. But this, this year has been a crazy year for streamers, especially in Fortnite. Uh, I mean, Twitch has grown substantially by itself as a platform this year. But when yeah. you talk about Fortnite and the Fortnite community and how it's grown, I mean, we've seen people that, you know, Fortnite has essentially allowed them the opportunity to create a name for themselves on Twitch because of the game that we love and we play. And overall, this community has been really positive in helping each other. I mean, you, we see more cross play in this game probably than any other game as far as, you know, pros playing with pros. 
Um, you know, we, we've seen, you know, the things Ninja has done this year alongside Dr. Lupo also raising money and selling t-shirts. I mean, what is there, you spend a lot of time around these content developers and, uh, you know, you've been around, you were just in, in South Korea with a, with a group of them, you know, Kitty Plays is there as well. One of the awesome, fantastic ones. What makes these group of people so different? Like what, what is it about Fortnite content creators that is just like, you know, grasping everybody and just contagious yeah you know i think i think a lot of it just comes down to the the developer team themselves them being so receptive to the community and uh you know just kind of given a lot of what we want and and enabling us as content creators makes us feel really good and uh there there are no walls or boundaries between the content creators ourselves right we're all here to have fun and and grow and we again this is the first year of the game we were here when the game was small and now the game is massive, but like Epic Games has only gotten bigger and then done more for their people. Kind of like Dr. Lupo's story, right? He was, he was, let's just say, a smaller content creator before Fortnite came out. And now that he's, you know, 10 times larger than what he was at the start of the year, he's doing 10 times more as well for his community and, and for the world now. And uh, right. just, just to piggyback on that with Epic Games, like Epic Games has made uh, the supporter creator stuff permanent. They're opening the, the Epic Games stores and, and all these ways for content creators to just, you know, feel comfortable, uh, you know, when you go to sleep at night, as far as like, you know, that ways to earn revenue and stuff like that. Like they're looking out for us. They're not necessarily being greedy about it. And it's just kind of crazy how it works. Yeah. And they put out like content creator packets for people so yeah. you can gra- grab their assets and all. Yeah. They've been really welcoming for that. So I, I, I think you're tripping. I'm still tripping off the whole like just support a creator being permanent. Like that is five percent or or whatever percent like uh, of the support code. Like they're they're permanently uh, permanently agreed to just divvy out funds to people or, or yeah to 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 content creators for having a fan base. You know, which well, is, which and everybody is, could say, well, that's because they're making a lot of money. But like at the end of it, and they that's don't have their to. money. They they don't have yeah. to do that. Like whoever thought that I could buy something on my PlayStation and it support Monster D face. Every time I purchase something like I, w- yeah. I wouldn't even I would know no difference if that was never a feature. I would know right. no difference. Right. Like it, we, we wouldn't be complaining about it. There's nothing to even yeah. complain about because we don't know it didn't exist. It's and then like, they go yeah, and it's drop like, it's it. Like it's not a norm at all. So yeah. they're really shaking up the, the way the industry is and they're reshaping it from cross platform down to how they support the content creators themselves. And I think that's why uh, the community is so like you know, just handshaking left and right, hugging and, and high-fiving, dude. Like everybody's yeah. just partying. It, it, it definitely <laughs> is. It def- I mean, one place you've probably been handshaking and high-fiving quite a bit was a Winter Royale. Oh, and gosh. You know, let, let's go through where you've been the past couple of weeks. So let's start off. Winter Royale, you're there. This event, a little bit different than the other ones. Um, you know, we talked after the original qualifiers. Uh, but then mm. you had the semis and the finals. And... You know, a lot of great gameplay happening here, but how is this event different for you than the other times that you've casted and been out doing it? Yeah, man, Winter Royale was a step in, I guess, a different direction for Fortnite competitive because this was the first ever open qualifier public. So there, there was no invite system. If you did not make it, you did not make it. So to, to be sitting behind what was the top 200 of each region, EU and NA, you're literally looking at today's day and age, highest of the highest caliber of gameplay right. and then players, uh, whether it be, you know, maybe you got a little lucky you got there, but it doesn't matter. If you got there, like <laughs> 200 out of, was it, 9.2 mil? Yeah. Like, we got down that close as far as uh, skill base goes. So this was definitely the, my favorite of, of all the events. Um, you knew you were sitting behind just the best of the best, and man, it, it was it was awesome. It's kind of scary, awesome. Like this is like this is the real deal right here. So when you narrowed it down and you got to the semifinals, and you know you went through EU and then you get to NA, and you have this this thing all of a sudden update. It happens, right? And, and and the you know I just thought Infinity Blade shows up on the map. Right, niece. It was niece, right? That's his name. Went for it first, right? Okay, so niece drops for this thing, and I'm watching it live. I'm watching you. I'm watching you and Golden Boy. I'm watching it live, right? And and I'm just thinking, like, okay, what's gonna happen here, right? Like, what what's gonna what's going on? Like, how's this gonna work out for him? He's the only one that drops by himself first. I think he got like two or three kills, and then he died, and then it stayed out like the first round. 
And we hadn't seen this like previously. And one thing I definitely want to talk about is, you know, EU didn't have to deal with this. NA did. Um, But you see it. And then as we went on throughout those games, what was it? Six games total, right? Yeah. All of a sudden. Might have been five on the first, uh, the qualifiers. But so you, you see all of a sudden this, this weapon in rounds three and four, I think is when it really took off. First two, he didn't get many kills. Rounds three and four, it started it, it getting was three. It was three. Nice popped off. He finally made it work. Yeah, he finally figured it out, made it work, and you're watching it. To me now, and this has been my argument. All right, is that it this, was this super. Is what I to, this is what I want to get to. Okay, How it was super you? entertaining for me to watch this. All right, it was so entertaining because the thing is, is like you're not sitting at the end of a game watching people hill off. Right. There's not box build, box build, edit through, walk through, box build, edit through, walk through, which some of that gameplay is fun. Right. I, I understand the strategy behind it. We talked last week with Bizzle. There's strategy behind the, the hill off. I get it. You're sacrificing certain things from a strategic standpoint. Cool. But from a viewing standpoint, I don't think there's been a more exciting ending to a series than when the Infinity Blade was around. And, you know, you can you can ask players all you want. Hey, did you like the Infinity? No. Hey, did you watch the. Winter Royale, how did you think? It was crazy, right? I mean, that, that, that's, the, that's been the response. For you as a caster sitting there and seeing this, like, what was going through your head? Were you worried, like, all right, it is overpowered? Was it even bothering you at that point? Or was it like, this is just entertaining and I love casting it? I, so I was excited because before it all happened, for anyone that follows my Twitter, I, I made a video because I was watching him play with it in customs. Before we, you know, their warm-ups and... I made a video and I go, if you want instant fame and you want to win this tournament, go pick up the Infinity Blade. And I'm talking on video. So I'm like, because this thing is crazy, dude. It's yeah. like, I'm telling you, like, it's, it's, it's strong. Long story short, hey, one person was receptive about it. Nice. He actually was in the comment section on Twitter and stuff. He was like, watch me do it. He pulled it off first. And then all these other people follow trend. But to answer your question, uh, I, I knew it was going to be insane just from a mobility standpoint. You build and you, you move 30% faster so you can build 30% faster just if you right. just go and build off. Like, it was crazy. Um, from a casting perspective, I knew that the crowd had to be eating it up because I was just like, no, this guy's going on a <laughs> like, like, that's one guy, chop him down. That's two guys, chop him down. Hops across the map, chops him down. Like, yeah. like it was so crazy and chaotic, it, it, but it was beautiful at the same time. Just watch people just get melted by the thing. And uh, yeah, man, I, I, from an entertainment perspective, from a casting perspective, I think we did a, a great job just delivering what was laid out in front of us. And that was yeah. just some, some, some wild gameplay, man. So yeah, um, I, I, I liked it. It was fun. It was so, fun to cast. So then you come back, you know, you, you step out of those games and, you know, they were fun. I, I, I can't, I can't doubt. It, it was a lot of fun. It was great to watch and I really enjoyed it. But you step out of those games and then over the next couple of days, you see Twitter and Reddit and everything just blowing yeah. up, right? Like it's the, it, literally you would have thought it was the end of the world. People said Epic doesn't care. They don't like their game. They're killing their game. They, you know. What did not, they do? Not to, mention, not to mention the naive comments talking about, I'm a bad caster for not calling the blade broken or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's not my job to shun <laughs> the game, guys. I'm just here to make the game look good. Uh, you know, I didn't put the Infinity Blade in there, but they put it in front of me, and I, I called what I saw. Dude, yeah. slaying, point blank. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. You know, and you and you have all these people freaking out, and you know, I, I brought up the fact that like Epic's provided the opportunity for a lot of people to get big, especially yeah. all these streamers, especially a lot of these pro players. Like, step back for a I second, mean, guys. Like, yeah, it, it, okay, it only lasted like a week, to even per se. Okay, well, that, that's because of all the right, right, all, all right. The but voice Epic always they have responded. Before this, they've responded. Right? I mean, yeah. we complained about it. For those of you that have been around a long time, we complained about first shot accuracy for a long time. What happened? We got first shot accuracy and it wasn't the way we wanted it. And we complained about that. And then they tuned it back. Right. Like if you if you dig back to the very beginning of this, they've always changed it. And for the thing that got to me was all these people 
even well-known people out there going, oh my gosh, it's the end of the world. Epic is killing Fortnite. It is over. I'm never going to play this game again. And I'm like, bro, in a week, you're going to think completely different. No, I won't. And then all of a sudden, what happened? Like, okay, yeah. oh, the world is back calm, right? And it's like, man, I, just... I'm, I'm a little bit... I'm still a little bummed they, they uh, took it out so soon for two reasons. One, I didn't get to play with it. I was on the road, so pretty bummed about that. But two... The lore of the game, you guys just shifted the entire storyline of what is Fortnite because there's clearly a reason why the sword was dropped in. It's in the trailers, right? But now it's filled with ice, so you know, you're, you're making them work harder on the storyline too, which I'm kind of bummed about because I like the lore and then all that kind of stuff. So, you know, as a community, guys, we've forever reshaped what is going to be Fortnite as well from, from being so darn salty about the blade. You guys didn't even want it nerfed or anything. Y'all wanted it out. Like, so, like, come on, man. So, so I have two things on that. One, just put a sword there right now that's made out of ice. And after two kills, it automatically breaks. All right. Mm. Game's over. All right. So you can have your lure there. Right. Do something like that for the lure. Put the regular sword there. I don't care. It has a duration of five kills, three kills, whatever. It has so many swings. Put a duration on it. It breaks and keep your lure going. Right. You could do that. The other thing I have to ask you, though, is everybody said solve this by the LTM. Just have the LTM, then you don't right. have to worry about it. You can have your lore. Do you think that's the way it should have gone as well? LTM these type of items. Do you want to see mythic well, items pushed in? Because they, they said we have more mythic items coming to the game. Right. From, from a competitive standpoint, my heart still goes out to the competitive community. So for all you guys that are com like, you know, comp players and, you know, don't think that I didn't think that it was wrong that you guys had to play under that circumstance. Like personally as a competitive player and, and you know, in the scene, I want to see you guys play at your most comfortable, right? Not only did you get season seven slammed on you guys, you know, the, the world's changes. You, you actually had a meta change patch. Yes. It was unfair and it was kind of crazy. So I feel you guys on that. No, I don't want it you was guys fun to watch though. But exactly from an entertainment <laughs> perspective, I, I like I cannot argue against what Fortnite pulled off because they pulled off <laughs> one hell of an event. Like yep, it yep. was one crazy event. So yep. yeah, you know, flip the coin, whatever side it lands on. I, I'm on, I feel both sides, both sides of the coin. Yeah, I, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I enjoy the item. I like that the, that they took a chance on something else, and no. that's what I don't want to see go away. I don't want and to. I mean, and and it, it, you know, this is this goes back to like even the redeploy system. Remember what was it? TwitchCon was the first taste of like redeploy. Got slammed on a. Don't don't be surprised, guys. They are here to screw you over, NA. Like it's gonna. <laughs> when it comes down to NA, the numbers are there. They're gonna make sure it's. Gonna I, be let, let's rephrase. Not screw you over. They're gonna <laughs> give you. Right. They're gonna give you an opportunity to have <laughs> try some new things. Yeah. There you go. Look, Fortnite is not a, re a regular game. Uh, I, I've said it before, I think, on here. I've had great talks with Nick Chester, who's head of PR over there, and I've asked him, like, you know, like, what, do you, what, what happens when you do this to the game? What, are, you know, what has y'all's been reaction to this when people complain and stuff? And it's like, look, we aren't afraid, and they said this. It's funny. It's like my conversation with him back at TwitchCon showed in the, in the recent tweets and everything when, when the sword came out was, hey, we're not afraid to say we made mistakes. We're not afraid right. to... Go try something, and then if it doesn't work, remove it. And that's what they're doing. So get ready. They're going to try some more stuff. No, I think, I think now, like, maybe this, this, this might have been the last draw. Like, people were really upset. They, they clearly see from an entertainment standpoint, it was great. But, like, from a competitive preparedness, right? Like, like the because, the, the, like, pros would have been okay if they were prepared. I really do think so. Like if it was in the game for five days, they would have just been like worrying about it. Like, Oh man, it sucks. But Hey, we know how to use it. We know it's strong. More people would have made game plans around it. You got to counter it. Like, like perfectly been prepared for but, what was come. But we go back to the entertainment thing. Like I, it would, it would have still been entertaining if everyone knew like, yo, the like the infinity blade is nuts, dude. Look at all the highlights. I don't know, me. man. And I, I think, I think part of it was like watching it evolve in front of us. Right, right. right. Of like, course, of course. Like that, that un, like that little bit of a, uh, yeah, you know. Suspense. We didn't know. Like, we didn't know. Because I hadn't played with it yet either. I didn't jump in and play mm -hmm. with it yet. So like, 
for like, a lot of people it's their first watch yeah i'm watching it and then i'm watching it and then i'm glued to the tv because i want to see what he's going to do with the sword next that's what i wanted to see i i could like i have seen a thousand of these events i've been to i went to i went to pax i went to twitchcon i've seen them in person i've sat there in crowds and and seen the uproar and enjoyed that but like this was something else like and and i'm not totally against and everybody in the community, competitive community is going to hate me i'm not against them launching something during an event just number one it's great promotion right from a from a marketing standpoint it's fantastic number two it's cool man from a from a viewing perspective for us as and look there's so many opportunities to to play in fortnite tournaments that like i don't feel like one tournament if you're in the top 200 in na that that event maybe with the exception of maybe the last 20 people that made it in you're going to be in another event like that's just that's just the thing you're going to make it there um, if you're, if you're getting there and if you're getting there consistently. So I don't know. I, I definitely agree with you. I, I just, I think that the reaction was so drastic, but I hope Epic that doesn't deter Epic from trying things in the future I mean, either. Yeah. The, and Epic has been very transparent. So at the end of the day, no one should ever feel blindsided. Like I, I, I would just use this moment to like kind of soak it all in and say, this can happen and, and stay on your toes. Be prepared because yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't want to beat it too bad. I I I we I know we talked about it last week a little bit with with Bizzle uh and Fallout. And I'm sure but Bizzle was superheated and he's uh, anti. He, he, he yeah, definitely he, anti the sword. One hundred percent. Which I feel. Which I feel. Like I totally feel. Again, I I feel the comp scene. I feel the entertainment scene. But from from you know a, a show perspective, I, I'm for the entertainment, man. I'm sorry to say it. there was zero heel offs. It, it was it was action. It was popping off. Watch people get slayed by the sword, slaying with the sword, beating it. it was slayed a trying to get the sword, right? Yeah. Like what like, ended like up happening? Seven people. When do you ever have seven people really bad? Like just actually just YOLO trying to. <laughs> <laughs> While people are shooting at them, getting yeah, pickaxed yeah. to death. Like these are trying anything in their power <laughs> to like, I know if I pick that up, I get a point this round at least. And that, I, I like that about it because yeah. for everyone that was like, complaining on twitter one of my responses was well if you really wanted to make it to you know grand finals you knew what to do you have five shots go get the sword yeah five opportunities that's it point blank you know what to do don't yep. make excuses because you didn't make it the, the formula is right there it is <laughs> the that's answer is right there dude so it's all good so wrapping up the winter finals overall i mean you enjoyed the event quite a bit oh yeah and Overall, um, outside of like, you know, a lot of the community, you know, being on the fence, the comp community being on the fence. I know from an entertainment pers- uh, perspective, uh, you know, people really enjoyed the show. I had fun casting it and I, I loved it, man. When Toriel who, was doing who ended up winning, who ended up getting first place in a, I totally forgot. Uh, zoosh, all in all, my gosh, I know Psalm took like a qualifier. Okay. And then like, Nice ended up high up, but for the for the actual finals, it was a, uh, it was it was a newer name, and I I recently followed them. Um, it might it might have been Nice or something like that. So so who yeah, was? Yeah. I mean, was there any other names that stuck out for you? Because every event, it seems like we get these names, and we get we find new players, right, that are rising to the top. Yeah. Was there, besides Nice, obviously making a great name for himself, and applaud to him for going and getting the sword. What um. um what who who else popped at your head? Psalm? I mean, who who else was it that really stuck out to you on this event? Oh, uh, who stuck out? So first of all, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Nolan who okay. was winner of the grand finals. I knew it was okay. the end. So shout out to Nolan. Uh, Flossen, Flossen went ham sauce. Yeah. He had a great like. So Flossen was someone that came up out of nowhere. Um, in a sense, another player that just came up in the in the in the grand finals and and all that made made a good name for himself. Um, and th- these are people that I just I recently started following from that event, so that that's why they're all stand out. I'm checking my list right here, but um, there there was even more, dude. There was people just really pulling off some crazy plays. Then you had Nav N A H V, uh, nasty in the Stormwing, showing that what the Stormwing was out for, I guess like two weeks, something to that point, right? Showing some crazy dive bomb skills, but like not afraid to jump off the Stormwing and bring it to people. Not like because a lot of people were using the Stormwing and hiding in the air. No, right. this man was diving on battles the way you hate to see it in public. Like, <laughs> diving on players, yeah, yeah, creating massive damage and then taking two kills at once because he was getting on those battles. Like, 
So like you have people like Nav. These are all new names. So yeah. there were a ton of new names in there. And then there was so much more like in the heat of the moment right then and there. If you asked me, you know, two weeks ago, I'd probably name 10 more players. But as, as far as like standouts that I remember now, those are a few of the standout names that uh, really got it in. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember Nolan. Dude, winning 75,000. That's life changing. So, so Nolan was the, the actual winner of the grand finals. Yeah. Um, yep. and, and he just so happened to have like, you know, just stellar performances, consistency, won a game. Like, like he was on it. He, oh. he might have won two games, though, to be fair. We saw E11 show up. E and Anthony, E eleven Anthony pulling out. E eleven, they definitely they always show up, man. So they, they picked up a, a fine set of players for sure. Yeah, so that was a good event for them. Uh, you know, shout out to to seventy two hours to Tom, it's getting second yeah. place. So he, he came in, he came in, he got himself a, a nice little victory there, and his victory was pretty dope too. Like uh, he had high ground, jumped down, hit hits like a launch pad place, also one land right below him. Like he ends up wrapping up all the players at the end. And he was going against uh, someone with the Infinity Blade at the end as well. Who yeah. Just happened to be just like waiting there like, dang, I can't do nothing because he had the super yeah. high ground. Yeah. So like, you know, it, was, it was a good show, man. Yeah, it was, it was definitely definitely entertaining. I liked it. I can't wait to uh, obviously move on to the next event, which you already did. You went over to South Korea. And when you Ooh, showed up, bro, mm. I swear, all the pictures, everything I saw, I, I thought you guys were at the Olympics. I mean, Dude, so, so, so walk us through this. You show up in South Korea. First time to South Korea, by the way. First time out of country for me. Yeah. How, how was the flight? The, the flight was awesome. No one told me flying international was like super sweet. The food was great. Uh, all right. All right. So, like flying international. Awesome. I'd do that again. What kind of food and, do you have internationally? When you, when you I, fly? I fancy stuff, dude. Stuff like that I don't steak. ever eat. Yeah, <laughs> it's just crazy stuff, man. I don't know, man. They 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 treat you good though. Like they treat you really good. No one told me, you know, you get hot towels and you know it's dope. It's really dope. They they treat you really well. So my international experience was awesome, as, you know, from a traveling pers uh, perspective. And then like getting to South Korea, again, crazy. First time out of country, people don't know English. I'm trying to have a direction. <laughs> they're like. Nope, can't help you. So wait, yeah, did you, you land? Go. Did you land with a bunch of other people? Like, because you were there. No, no, with, no I got you know. there by myself. My okay. phone was working. I thought I was stranded. I'm like, all right, whatever, dude. I just started going with the flow, man. Going through customs and stuff. But I did have a designated driver there to pick me up and stuff like that. So he ushered me to the hotel. If it weren't for him, dude. I, I would have been, you know, I don't know, man. Somewhere on the on the street. They, were they <laughs> waiting with with the little Monster <laughs> D face yeah, sign? The little sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sign, like you know. Uh, all right. like, did it say oh, Monster D face no. or did it say did it say your real name? No, it had my government. It had my government. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you gotta go Monster D face, bro. But, uh, I want the guy there smiling with his Monster D face shirt on. You know, yeah. <laughs> all that. That'd have been awesome. But so, it, so, it was sweet, man. You land there and you finally get to the hotel. How'd you get your phone working? By the way, I mean. I was just, I was just Wi-Fi and spot okay. to spot. So like hotel, the stadium, like wherever we were at, I made sure I was plugged up and that's how I was connected to the internet. Cause other than that, like, yeah, I just, I just didn't have service. They didn't bother me though. I, I was like, you know what? I'm on a country man. Well, they got dude. internet everywhere there, right? Like in South Korea. Right, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wi-Fi is everywhere. Right. It's right. way better than America where if, you're if not you sure it, where you're going to get. You can get it. Yeah. If you need it, you can get it. But I, I like the whole like disconnect out of the country, you know, with content creators and, you know, business and fun, of course. So right? walk us through this, because this is this is super entertaining, right? Following you through here, I think would have been definitely okay. Look, if if you need a guy to come around and film you while you go to these events, you know, so you can do I some documentaries, <laughs> I'm I'm there for you. But so you, you you land and you're in South Korea, you you, you end up finding everybody, y'all y'all get together. What what happens? Walk us through like like getting started here, and then you showing up to the stadium. Well, well, it was okay. So like we get to the hotel and then like we're, everyone's getting ready to have breakfast. I, Cause when I'm getting there, it's like 7am in South Korea and the, the breakfast hall opened like 730, 8am 8, 8 or whatever. And everyone was already rendezvousing downstairs. So it's like, I got there at the perfect time. So as I'm getting there and then like, I see more gossip coming down. All right. I'm like, Yo, Lord, what's up, bro? So we started kicking it. And then I come in, I see a whole bunch of Epic game staff, everybody serving themselves. I'm like, yo, man, I made it to the party just on time. <laughs> like, all eat. And uh, the, the site was beautiful. It was dead winter. Good food? Oh, yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. The food was bombing there. Uh, and, then, and then me and Morg thought it was a great idea. Like, let's go outside. Dude. Let's go for a walk. Let's, let's go to the store. So me and Morg just like hit the South Korean streets, man. <laughs> we, 
we, we go buy uh, some South Korean Gatorade. Like everything's all brand. Like it, it was really, really awesome. Um, we, we <laughs> he had some like South Korean cash on him and stuff like that. Like, okay, okay. So he had a, he already he already one. transferred over some some money. Yeah, he yeah he, he has some one on him. That's what it's called one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he has some ones, man. Some ones, but, uh, sweet. So yeah, you guys do that? Uh, walking around, we hit little uh, little market spot. It was uh, it was very surreal. I'll tell you that. Yeah, a lot of fun. I'm sure. Even the gas stations look different. Just things look different over there. Yeah, uh, you know, the atmosphere is different. The style is different. The way people dress, like over here, you see people in, like in normal coats, right? Like let's say you know jackets and at your waist. No, over there, everyone's wearing like ankle jackets like so everything's like trench coat bubble jacket so everybody looks different they're dressed different so you, you like so you, you, you stuck out like a sore thumb this this american monster d face sticking out like a sore thumb at first yeah yeah so yeah i'm definitely out there looking <laughs> bad dude. i'm in a hoodie and a jean jacket everybody else is like dressed way different dude and of course i got my hat on you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. So you, you could tell like yeah these guys don't these guys they don't belong here <laughs> i like it i like it i like it so you guys end up get the white jackets by the way that you guys got phenomenal oh see so you see how the white jacket looks see how long it was yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. style over there yeah so when we all got white jackets then we fit in we all threw those on but yeah we also how pimp are those white jackets bro oh they're so nice dude big Fortnite and, and black letters on the back and then it has the south korean invitation uh badge on the on the chest which looks real nice. It's, it's like a nice little orange badge. So do they have uh, a whole studio over there? Does Epic have a studio in South Korea? I don't want to say Epic has a studio because when the events are thrown, they're working with a studio. You know what I mean? Like people that, you know, run a production. So I gotcha. I'm pretty sure we're working with OGN who set up their production team there. Okay. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was OGN. But uh, that production team was crazy. Nothing like I've ever worked on any other production teams. So like a normal production team that I've worked with, I don't know, let's say 30, 40 people. They had like a hundred people, dude. Like they had people everywhere, like everywhere. I had like five people by my desk at all time. Like you need some, you need some. Like I'm like, <laughs> I'm fine, dude. Just give me some. <laughs> but they, they are just everywhere. Dude. And then of course we had translators and like, oh, it was, it was definitely crazy. That's awesome. So you show up to this event. what do you think about the stadium when you walked in? Oh my gosh. So at first I'm like nervous, like, dude, like, I don't know, man. Like, is this going to be legit? Like, it's going to look legit, you know? Cause, cause I don't know what to expect. Right. From when I came from, I'm like, dude, like Winter Royale was nice. Like, yeah. you know, like I was that like, studio I is set a certain way. Right, right. We like, worked out a lot of the kinks. Yeah. 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 So I know the show over there is like, it's perfect. I'm, it, it works. I'm just thinking like, dude, this is their first event here. Like, I don't know what to expect. Out of the like, country. Dude. First event ever out of the country. Yeah. And they show us the stadium and it's all lit up. And then they're playing the 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 trailers and everything that's to come. And all of us look at each other, like me, Tifu, uh, Myth, More, Kitty, freaking Yo-Yo. And we're like, oh my gosh, this thing is crazy, dude. <sighs> the, hundred, the hundred gaming PCs with a hundred streaming computers rigged connected to it so they had a hundred dual pc set up it was, it was uh, wait all hundred computers that were had dual pc setups yes it was a 100 pc dual pc setup so oh my gosh pimped out gaming yeah completely pimped out gaming section and then the huge runway it, it wasn't a red carpet it was the orange carpet we're yeah. joking about it, but like a huge orange carpet um just big stadium Yep. Our section was at the top and you, you saw what that shot looked like. Like you, it just looked like we were on top of the world. You see everything behind yep. us. Um, yeah. And then, and then they were just going through it, man. Not only so, that, and, and it wasn't streamed, but there were so much like performances and, and it was very festive. Big, big festival going on. So what, what about, how did it feel having the players there in front of you when you're casting, right? The same room, essentially. That was something we haven't had before. Oh yeah, so I didn't. I didn't even get to put all the videos up on, on social media and stuff because a lot of it was like behind the scenes stuff. So I wasn't sure what I was able to share. But like going down to where the players are, you know, held and stuff like that, they they swarmed us. They're like, oh, you know, we love you and da da. And I got a video. I'm high fiving all of them. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> it was crazy, dude. Like, it was really crazy. Um, they they were they were super lively. They were happy to have you know us in their presence, and we we're just just as happy as we were to be, like be you know there right, be like, there. Yeah. Yeah, um, it was dope, man. It was dope, and and then you see like 
their culture is just different. When they're on camera, they're all having fun. They have like little gigs. Yeah, the guys that got second place, dude, they were yes. so funny, man. And that's how like so many of the, the, the people there are and were like, they're, they're, they're animated, dude. Like they have fun. Like you can tell they're just fun people to be around. And, and yeah. that's what it felt like being there too. Imagine yep. you, you saw like that on camera and you guys must have been laughing. Like what the, like, oh, yeah, you guys, cause you were, you kept saying cool. that I love these guys. They're hilarious. Cause like, yeah, like they were like doing little things, were. like making fun of each other. Like, Oh, it's your fault. No, it's your fault. Like, yeah, they yeah, just, yeah. yeah it, was, it was hilarious. It, it was, that's it was really exactly good. How they were. That's exactly how they were. Was it, was it different having the players there in front of like in front of the crowd? I, like, I want to say it, it had to be, uh, of course, you know, obviously everything is just, I don't know what they're saying clearly. Right. But <laughs> yeah. you can feel the energy in the crowd. Uh, even like when the performance came on and, you know, you had some celebrities up there, you know, performing and whatnot, like people were screaming like, yeah, like people, people were like in it. They were really in it. You, you could feel it. Our stage was trembling from the excitement in, in the room. Were there people like waiting outside to get in? Like what, what was, what was, Oh my the- God. Yes. It's dead winter in South Korea. I think it sold out 3000 people or something like that. And dude, the line was just like, before it started, we're, we walked past the, the entryway and it's just people out there, dude, like swarmed, just swarms and just a crowd, man, ready to come in. So they love Fortnite started, as much as we do yeah. in South Korea. They love it as yeah, much and, as and we do. It's just growing there. So imagine. Yeah. That was their first event, completely sold out. And it was, it was huge. And it was done, like it was done right. Yeah. Oh, fireworks man. going on in there. Like it was, it was actually crazy. That's crazy, man. That sounds like a blast. It sounds like a blast. Well, you have been had a busy month. Yeah, you, you, like I said, been in Winter Royale. You know, you 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 had to go through the the shame of you know it's all Monsters' fault for the Infinity Blade <laughs> fiasco. Then you you got to go to South Korea. Now you're back. Wait, and not to mention before all that, you were you were at home in New York with Miss Monster D Face for yeah, right. We just came from New York, right? Then went to Cali, came back, went to Cali. Went to South Korea, came back. And now we're going to L.A. So me Again. and you are headed to L.A. Uh, for the WSOE tournament, $100,000 tournament. Going to be live studio audience and another production that hasn't been like the ones we've seen. So, you know, really excited about this. I'm super humbled. Uh, obviously, uh, very appreciative to you uh, and, and and you, you know, recommending me for this event as well. Obviously, Amen. all the listeners meeting the support. They, they, they asked me who do I who do I trust to get on the mic, and I'm like, I got the perfect guy, dude. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know? I, I, man, I am super humbled, and you know, from friend to friend. Obviously, I I really appreciate it, but I, I'm I'm super humbled to have this opportunity to go and be with you. Uh, I'm going to be learning from all the greatest. Uh, at this event, awesome. it's it's going to be insane. You know, you got Golden Boy, who has been one of my idols for years. Uh, and jokingly, Legend. I don't even think I told you this, but at uh, I so Chris, one of the guys at Deserto's known Golden Boy for quite some time, and uh, we were at TwitchCon and we were walking past, and I told him earlier, they was like, "Man, I need to meet, I need to meet him." He's like, seriously, one of my idols, a guy I've always looked up to in this industry, and so. You know, as we're walking out of TwitchCon, we're passing Golden Boy. He's going the other way on the street. And he's like, Chris, like, hey, hey, Golden Boy. He turns around, I was like, hey, what's up? They say their hellos. He's like, oh, yeah, by the way, Troy's like your biggest fanboy. He's got pictures of you up in his office. No. He's like, I'm like, no, it's not like that. I'm just a big fan. I really appreciate all you do. You know, so tease me about it. But it's going to be cool. Get to get to see him there. Uh, obviously, you and him going to be casting. From what I understand, casting the gameplay and do what you guys do best. And then uh, I'll be on the analyst desk with Richard Lewis. If you guys know who Richard Lewis is, basically the godfather of esports casting. Incredible dude. Been around CSGO forever in a day. Did the E-League on TV. Uh, Turner. Uh, just incredible, incredible resume he has. Uh, all work for, he, I think he works for ESP as well. Um, and then you got uh, Fallout, who's going to be with us as well. He was here last week on the show. So I, I'm, I'm going to be surrounded by a ton of people that have some great experience and I'm humbled and I can't wait to get there, but I hope you guys will tune in for me and monster, uh, at the W S O E in, uh, where what's it's LA. I forget. They call so, it. So it'll be, it'll be on the 30th. Right. It, and I'm pretty sure like I'm traveling out maybe the 28th or something I think like I, that. Yeah. So, I think that's what I'm traveling. That, that Friday is when I'm traveling out. Right. Right. So we're, we're going to be out there, man. We're going to have a nice little weekend. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, going to so be not only an awesome weekend, but without a doubt, guys, it's going to be a great show because they're, they're, you're going to see your favorite players there. You're yeah. going to see a uh, lot of your favorite players there going head to head 
no infinity blade no that shenanigans no like, no, no. it's gonna go down Maybe someone else knew. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the new the new the new year mythical item. We'll see what it is. No, Uh, but the the post reads for you guys out there, and I'll put I'll put the link in the show notes. A hundred of the world's best notable Fortnite players will compete on December 30th for a share of more than a hundred thousand in front of a live audience. So, uh, you know, there's more and more on to it. But the the big part here is the event will feature 50 pro Fortnite players from dominant esports teams such as Optic Gaming, Cloud9, TSM, NRG Esports, Ghost Gaming, FlyQuest, Gangstars, G2 Esports, and Team Vit- Vitality. Uh, an additional 50 players sourced from the community will take part in the tournament via Open Qualifier, which are scheduled to take place on December 27th at the OGN Studios. Players interested, go ahead and go to their website and you can qualify there. Incredible. Uh, I, this is, this is what got me. I don't even know if, if you read this, uh, but it says ESP gaming, Richard Lewis will host the event alongside well-known Fortnite commentators and influencers fallout, which is fallout. Uh, John, I don't even know how to say John's last name, but then it says Alex Golden Boy (laughs) Mendez, Troy too loud, TX Tuttle and Javier monster. Dude, this is like monster defense. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so tight. Just to like, see my name here alongside of these guys is super humbling. And uh, I can't wait to get there. Thank you for all the support from everybody here on the, on the podcast. Cause without you guys, uh, I would never have had the opportunity to, 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 you know, do what we're doing. So we're excited about that. Make sure you guys tune in. Uh, It's going to be on the 30th. So next Sunday, um it'll be there and hopefully you guys can enjoy and we'll see some great gameplay event like never before we got analyst desk that's what i'll be sitting on we got the commentators we got we got uh interviewers that are going to be out in the audience and with the players it's just going to be top notch and uh this is a huge huge event and i can't wait to to be there and hang out but without further ado i want to just talk a couple quick things about the game we've we've Got to hear Monster's story, and if you guys didn't want to hear it, too bad. I wanted to hear it all, so you know <laughs> at least this podcast is for me. But uh, really been enjoying it. Fourteen days of Fortnite going on right now. New unlockable items, two LTMs every day. This is incredible. I have. Did you play the one I wanted to bring up to you, Monster? Is did you play Bare Bones? Oh, I did, dude. Oh my gosh. What do so, you think about Bare Bones? And for, and for tell everybody what it is that's out there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bare Bones was basically, the, the sum it up in, a, in an easy way, hardcore Fortnite. No map, no mini-map in your upper right-hand corner. You couldn't pull up the map by pressing M. No hit markers or, no. or points when you, when you hit people. You don't know how much damage you do to them. And then you don't know how much ammunition is in your actual weapon. So And no team all, markers. And no team markers. And, you didn't and know you who your team was. teammate friends' names. So fun little story. First game, I go solo squad bare bones. I dropped 13 Elims and it was probably one of the gnarliest games I've oh ever had. Oh my gosh. Like, oh my gosh, dude. I had a really good experience with like bare bones. And I only, I only play like two or three times, but just that first solo V squad with the victory. And I was just like, yes, dude, like content right there. And done. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. Like that was it, man. I uh, loved it. I- I'm loving what they're doing with the LCMs, man. And, and slide. Slide game mode is sick, dude. I call that one. Uh, you know, it's funny is I was on the night before and I told the guys, I was like, oh, we were over there where Greasy Grove is. And I was like, man, I love the ice that's here now, which has just lasted longer. I wish they did like an LTM with, with, with like ice feet. And then the next day it comes out and they're like, bro, you've been talking to Epic. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I have. I got all the inside. <laughs> I don't, but it was, it was really funny how it worked out. Um, I, I love the 14 days of uh, Fortnite. You know, I mean, a Fortnite is 14 days. They could have just called it a, a, for, a Christmas Fortnite. But 14 days of Fortnite is, is really cool. Uh, I think it's really awesome that they, they, you know, look, this is why we love this game, right? I mean, they keep bringing new things. They keep yeah. trying new things. Even things that break the game that are fun to watch. <laughs> and even see the community get an uproar about a little bit. You know, it's fun. Uh, and, and I'm glad that they're doing that. What do you feel about all these skins they're bringing back? The Christmas gifts they or uh, skins they brought back this year. Um, you know, we, we're seeing like Mary Marauder come back. Do you think yeah, there should so have like, been some toss back to like, you know, hey, I got this year one. Like it should be a little bit like we saw Skull Trooper has purple, right? As the purple, right. you know, they could have they could have definitely did that with the gingerbread skins. Like maybe I don't know the smiling mary marauder right because he comes in a frowning version maybe just the smile goes to og or whatever but i think they're just kind of making it clear like hey 
OGs. We gave you a little bit once. That's what you got is OG. That's it. Like here forwards, everyone's going to have everything. You know what I mean? So um, I, I think they kind of put their stamp on what's going to be in the past, which is probably only Purple Skull Trooper, Renegade Raider, maybe Ghoul Trooper, right? Like whatever is just there is there. And right. I think moving forwards is just, you know, they want everyone to have everything. What about the block? That's the last thing I'll talk to you in creative mode. We haven't got to really talk about this much. How have you been enjoying it? And like, you know, we've, we've seen some cool things come out from the pro community. I mean, what, what is that? Uh, is that scissors? Is that face yeah, scissors? The death yep. Yep. The death the course death. that like literally our, our buddy vivid spent 17 hours trying to beat level five. Like <laughs> this is nuts. He stayed up till he beat it. It was it took like, yeah. se- I don't know if he, he, he didn't, I don't think he did that the full time, but he streamed for 17 hours before he finally got it done. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, how do you, what do you think dude, about this? Creative, creative is, I think, the future of Fortnite. Um, I think with the new game modes and stuff, like, we'll hit a point where, like, BR is going to be here, and creative is going to like surpass what BR will ever, you know, be. And that's just because, like, the the TDM game modes, the domination style game modes, like, it's actually a lot, like, giving people full control of just whatever they want to do. It's one of the reasons, like, why Minecraft and Roblox and you know, all these games, these open world feels, yep. Yep. like, have these huge 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 player bases and and interest because you know creativity is is endless you do whatever you want and uh man it's, it's so sick to be able to build a world with all the assets of fortnite and then do it however you want so and then have your friends come in like like yeah it's fun well there's a mode that came out from halo back in the day called griff ball and it came from mm. their forge mode which was their creative mode per se and yeah. I, I, I think so too. I think this is, I think we're going to see a lot of cool things, especially in 2019, come out of this mode. Look, I think Epic is great at being creative and figuring things out, but this really allows them the opportunity to pull from the community, right? Like oh, yeah. a million people's ideas is better than even the hundred smartest people's ideas in a room. You know what yeah. I mean? So, you know, I think, I think we're going to see some really cool things. I can't wait till they implement more things into the block area. Maybe they even I mean, make the wait, block area bigger, right? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it, I think eventually we're going to get to that point to where 100 people can join your world and then the sky's the limit. Well, we've been hearing about custom service for a long time. That would be the next yeah. mending of custom service. Like, we are only, yeah, we're just getting closer and closer to it. Uh, by the time we get, like, I don't think custom service is ever going to come. I think creative mode is going to be what custom server is supposed to be. Yep. And, just creative mode is going to just evolve and blossom into being a full on as many players you want join rig and then bam dude like that's it yeah yeah like, uh, it, might, it might even go like you know they're just going to surprise us like oh by the way 250 people can join your world now what like right like like something like that <laughs> that would be insane happen. dude that would be and so nice about that before they release creative mode on winter royale when we were at the desk it was on screen and i looked at zeke and i'm like what is that he's like Oh, I don't think you're supposed to see that. And I was like, oh uh, man, so, like, I already knew something crazy was coming. Um, yeah, so to hold on to to that and still like not know, but know something crazy is coming, right. dude. Evan Games is whipping up stuff all the time. So, yeah, stay on your toes. Well, let's let's get out of here. Let's get a tip and trick from you. you ask, do we have tips? Of course. And do we have tricks? Oh yes, we do. So is it up? So it's the Christmas season. A lot of things going on here at the Christmas season. And, you know, we talked about, you know, people getting angry about certain things happening in Fortnite, you know, and, and keeping your composure. We've talked about that as a pro. But what about opening a gift? Monster, you're sitting there, you open a gift, and it's not really what you wanted for Christmas. How should people react? What, what's a tip for how to, you know, not overreact, per se, or how to act when you open a gift you don't want for Christmas? Well, funny, funny that you talk about like gifting and stuff like that, because when Fortnite had actual gifting and since I got to hang out with Tifu, we talked about how he was getting gifted skins when his account was skinless. And uh, yeah, so, you know, a word, a word from the man himself, Tifu, he, he was just like, hey, man, you know, it's all cool. Sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta go with it. You just gotta so. take it. Just, just, <laughs> yeah, just take it, man. you know, just, uh, you know, just act like, oh, thanks. And then when you go home, you can do whatever you want with the present, you know? You, you, you just got to just wipe it away. Man, what do you want to tell everybody for Christmas? I want to give you a moment to, to give a shout out for all the, all the people to, uh, you know, tell them Merry Christmas and what you want to say. Yeah, man. Just a uh, big happy holidays to all the fans that tune in, you know, on, on a week to week basis. And uh, thank you for enabling me as a content creator. And, uh, you know, my boy Troy here, 
because uh, at the end of the day, uh, we're a community-driven platform, and uh, our voice is as big as uh, you guys make it. So thank you guys. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, happy and Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy New Year to everybody. Uh, I doubt we'll probably do a show next week because we're going to be in California, is and he? I don't know if we'll have time or a moment. I'll take a mic. I always do. I travel with a mic to make sure in case we get that opportunity. Maybe we're sitting around one night or something. We can we can do it for 10, 15 minutes and, and say hello. But uh, you know, more than likely, um, there probably won't be anything up next week. But there will be some videos on Monsters Channel, so make sure you check that because he's always got footage going up on there. Make sure you're checking out his YouTube channel for all of that. Uh, and you know. I'm just humbled, man. 2018 has been a crazy year. Uh, it's It's been a remarkable year for me. I've been podcasting for like six years and I've got to do more this year with the Fortnite community than I've ever got to do before. So I'm, I'm very appreciative to everybody that has followed me, that listens to this show. Um, you know, all the friendships I've made, all the players we've got to talk to. Uh, I, I'm really humbled and, you know, thank you guys so much for an awesome 2018. Really appreciate it. And Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. As always. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Shoot us a review on iTunes. Leave us a comment on Podbean. And send your complaints directly to Monster at FortnitePodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> he will take all of your sword information. Uh, and infinity blade. Uh, tell us what you like, what you dislike about the show. You can follow us on Twitter at the Fortnite Podcast. Monster D Face. Tell them where they can find you throughout the week, sir. Yep, as always, guys, at Monster D Face on all social medias. Um I'm around, man. Find me on YouTube specifically. Uh, new Twitch schedule. So if you're looking for me, I'm super early mornings right now. I just decided to take my South Korean flight experience yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. broken sleep schedule I had and just mold it into new streaming life schedule. So you know, find I, me on YouTube. I actually read an article about somebody that got pretty big this year because they got up a couple of hours before every other streamer to start streaming and it really paid dividends for their streaming this year. They like tripled in size. Just saying. Pretty much what I'm D- doing. Just saying. <laughs> so, follow me on, on Twitter, Too Loud TX, number two, L O U D T X, Monster, M O N S T E R D F A C E. And guys, make sure you check us out next week at the WSOE tournament. We are going to be there. We're going to be hyped and live. So, guys, make sure you tune in for that. And until next time, dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales. production presented by deserto.com and sponsored by elgato gaming the background music for the elgato ad is brought to you by kevin mcloyd the song is called rainbows and you can visit it at incomputech.com